Hello, Internet. You're listening to the In Your House Comedy Podcast with KD and Kersey. Now hold on to your butts. Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. Prepare to have an autographical orgasm in three, two, 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 one. There we go. Okay, hello all you sexy people and welcome to episode 7 of the KD and Kersey podcast. I am your resident stand-up comedian, Mr. KD Hinken, and back this week, joining me again, please never leave, is the musical maestro, the bassist of the hit new band, Rattle Chap, and the fellow beautifully big-headed bastard, as always, Mr. Aaron Kersey. How you doing, dude? I'm all good, and uh, thank you for that lovely intro, Carl. You're always welcome. I'm back and now better than ever, as Eric Bischoff once said. He's back and better than ever. ever. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Can't remember the rest <laughs> of the words in that in that song, but um, I think it's just that over and over, over and over again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Who yeah. was it? Do you remember who went first and last last time we did it together? I think. Well, do you have a preference? You you were gone last week. You can. It's up to you, man. I'll let you go first. Okay. Because you're the resident. Uh, comedian as as you proudly introduce yourself as that so i'll let you go first i am the resident stand-up comedian apart from last week though when i wasn't because there was another comedian right next to me two comedians so. two german I, uh, I have to say, really, comedians. even though i wasn't there i uh really enjoyed well last week's podcast um it was cool to hear about mr nice someone presented that story quite nice so well done to alex and um lizzie was- Borden, man thank you for uh bringing the world to that um, <laughs> I love that story. It's brilliant. Oh, um, that's a good point. I quickly ask you about that. Yeah, like, did you know yeah, much about either of them stories? Yeah, or both, both. More, more so on Lizzie Borden because you knew um, more. I knew more about Lizzie Borden. Yeah, because I, yeah. same with you. Like, I, I loved the story about it. But did you know there's a TV series of Lizzie Borden? Yeah, it's with um, Christina Ritchie. Originally, it was produced by Lifetime as a TV movie called Lizzie Borden Took an Axe. can't remember the year of it. And then they did a, a sort of sequel TV show that lasted for a season, and it kind okay. of expands the story. It's really interesting, man. It was on Netflix for a bit, but it only lasted for one okay. season, annoyingly, and it didn't really go anywhere, sadly. But it's quite interesting, so you'd have to watch the film first. That was it like covering her kind of like life and stuff and that whole bit, I'm guessing? Yeah, but she like they t- they make her into a murderer in it. I mean, they've got to make it interesting, haven't they? So oh, so yeah, they they go on the assumption that she was the murderer. she was the the murderer. So yeah. Yeah. I can understand that from like a lot of the information. I understand yeah. where the confusion comes from, and you yeah. don't know how much of it is reliable either because no, you know, like what 150 years ago or whatever it was, yeah, over 100 years ago. But the the main thing is, um, the the. The key point that you picked up on is that is the clothing. How could she get that dress off? Exactly. But like, it's, I, it's a task back then, apparently. It, it would have been a task. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I still have an inkling that she may have done it. But Please, go on. Yeah. I, I think that's because after watching the show. Yeah, yeah. So I've been influenced by it. So it's uneven. It doesn't mean it's wrong, though. Like, what, what, what's the kind of thing you're thinking then as to what um, wasn't it to do with like the? Um, she wasn't a, a fan of the stepmom, was she? So no, she had a big falling out with the stepmom. It, you know, she's she's rocked up into this relationship with her dad's money because he's quite wealthy as well, wasn't he? If I remember well, rightly. 
the stepmom from what I gathered was pretty much their mom, like from a very young age. It wasn't like yeah. a new thing. They called no. her mom the whole time up until like a few years before the murder. Yeah, so bit mm. bit interesting. I just love how the was it the uncle? What's his name again? Oh, John oh, Morris. Yeah, Mr. Murderer, in my opinion. Mr. Mr. Lookalike of uh, Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, Great so, but yeah, brilliant, brilliant episode. So, um, yeah, thank you for. Yeah, uh, I, I, no, I didn't know anything about Howard Marks. I was really surprised. Not... I didn't. No, I, like the the guy that brought Mao on into England, essentially. Then, and I had no idea who he was. I mean, yeah, no, not a clue. Fair. I, no. To the point that I got his name wrong for all the advertising, and someone pointed out to me when I uploaded it. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it as well when you sent me the photo. I was like, "Something's not Harold? quite right." Har- Harold <laughs> Marks. Who's Harold? Is that his brother? <laughs> or that was his okay. alias, Mister Very Nice, or Mister Happy? <laughs> I've managed to change it everywhere, other than on right at the beginning of the uh, video intro oh, on YouTube when it's like, <laughs> yeah, and like Facebook and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny man. It's funny. But there you go. But that's why. They, that's what this show is about, man. Bringing those stories to people, like it's even very true. So there you go. But yeah, because yeah, there's so many great stories just throughout, like just from people, like you know, yeah. from true stories, like true crime, like opinions, just everything. Definitely. Like, um, and this week is no different. This week oh, is no oh, different at all. Oh, I've got you, my man. Little segue there. Yeah. Little segue. Like well done. Love I'm a good I'm like a real <laughs> fucking YouTube host. I need, to start slapping my, I need to start slapping my head and shouting, why next? <laughs> why? Okay, then. So my story takes place. I'll give you a little build-up of the situation, set the scene for you. Come on. Okay. So in the Alsace region of Europe, in the 1500s, was the city of Strasbourg, a city that was pushed to the edge. I don't know, I need to get this in the right place because I can only see half of both. Okay. <laughs> now I can see your face. Okay, that's cool. Ah, whoa, whoa, whoa! What the f- just happened? I don't know. Oh. I'm still here. Oh. Sorry, I proved myself. Then, I f- oh, I thought I deleted everything somehow. I didn't. <laughs> I opened a new document on top of the old one. Okay. All. Careful now. Woo! Careful. Start again. I'm going to start again. I'm going to take it back <laughs> to the beginning. Okay. So the build off. <laughs> In the Alsace region of Europe, in the 1500s, was the city of Strasbourg, a city pushed to the edge. The bubonic plague was nearing the end of... The bubonic plague... Bubonic plague... Don't laugh at me. I can hear my mum laughing at me from out there. It's because you're funny, man. (laughs) Mama Hinkin laughing at you. Mama Hinkin. She's going to be... Actually, I'll I'll tell you after, remind me. Cool. Um... So the bubonic plague was nearing the end of its run, uh, but then followed two decades of famine that ravaged the city. Every crop, every year, dead. Okay, so they'd also had to deal with widespread syphilis outbreaks. God, I, I included words I can't say. Uh. Widespread syphilis outbreaks, giant hail, and okay. all the usual issues that come from living in the 1500s. So all yep. of that. With year after year of famine, just you know, was turning the city in. It was just a desperate city at this point. Yep. Not only were the acts of God a problem for the people, but the acts of the followers of God too. The clergymen in the city would cause endless issues for their from their actions, from harassing women to hoarding all their riches, including food and wine, for themselves from the starving people. Mm-hmm. Someone became aware of this, and a monk, for, uh, a monk, 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 a monk, yeah, a monk. A monk. 
<laughs> I'm trying to insult like Manchester people or something. Um, a monk threatened to murder a man that discovered their wrongdoings, just straight up threatened to kill him. The, the clergy and lords had also begun hyping up taxis for years and years, and the town folks were eventually banned from fishing in pools and streams, cutting down trees for materials or fuel, hunting any type of game, and they weren't and they were not even allowed to pick acorns or berries, which, considering the famines, caused issues for people because you know, eating. Yeah, yeah. Made, made an important uh, an important thing in our lives to to eat. You know. Yeah, it, it is something we need to do. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so that, that's like just an idea of the build-up of what's been going on for the last couple of years in this particular city. Mm. Um, they just had a string of bad luck, basically, you know, the shit after shit after shit, year after year. And then skip forward up to 1517, uh, the year following all of that. So that was mm-hmm. about like four years worth of crap. Yeah, yeah. 1517 was the year that they dubbed the bad year. So this was after this. That that wasn't a bad year. Exactly. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So 1517, as they referred to the bad year, they had even more frozen crops. They had even more of this weird hail that they kept having, apparently. Um, They had smallpox outbreaks. They had leprosy outbreaks. Um, They had a resurgence of the bubonic plague, which lasted for a little bit, a second wave. God knows why I've got a second wave in my head. Um, But there was also... uh, Recent incidents of waves for viruses, maybe? No. Couldn't be that. They said yeah. that wouldn't happen. <laughs> don't be correct. You're telling me? No, I don't believe it. The government. Yeah. Wrong. Let's not go into that one because. No. <laughs> we'll be here all day. Literally. <laughs> yeah, so there was also a brand new pandemic that came at that time in 1517 titled the English Sweat. Um, this, was, this was a disease in which you would sweat constantly for a couple of days until you died. And this just continued on for another year. So that was. 1517, the particular bad year, apparently. You sweat so much, you die. I suppose because we're made up of, is it 8% water? Yeah, 5% yeah. water. You just get like super dehydrated, wouldn't you? I, yeah. I, yeah. I perspire a lot. Am I going <laughs> to die? Well, you will die. Eventually. Not Eventually. Yet. Not, from sweating, not, not, not from sweating so much. I mean, I find it weird that they called it the English sweat because one thing about English people, we don't get any sun whatsoever. So sweating is not something we worry about that much normally. No. You know what I mean? That's very true. Unless it's the hottest day of the year so far. But then we all smile, so we're cool. Yeah, that's true. So skip forward then another year. Mm -hmm. So now we're on to pretty much the beginning of the main story. This is July 14th in the summer then of 1518. Enter Frau Troffer. It's weird because this is France, but yeah, everyone sounds a bit German. Troffer. Frau Mm. as well. Frau Frau, Troffer. Strasbourg. 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 I'm not even going to try and do it. I think it's Strasbourg or Strasbourg. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not French. Strasbourg. I assume it doesn't exist anymore, so I'm guessing there would only be written things of it, you know, all, all the stuff I got for this anyway was all written, you know, 1500s and that. I don't, yeah, obviously they wouldn't have fucking tape recorders on my own boat. <laughs> yeah, just just written in, in, in um some parchment paper <laughs> that you discovered in the ground somewhere. <laughs> Put it in fucking out, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Frau Tropper, anyway. lovely old lady Frau Tropper, apparently. Um, general resident of Strasbourg, uh, like many of us, she was tired of all the bad eggs that her community had been handed, handed no actual eggs were being handed out because they were all starving, you know what I mean? 
Um, however, she too would fall ill, like so many before her, with the what was believed to be the English sweat. However, on the third day of her illness, while she was walking through the street, from out of nowhere, when talking to someone, she started dancing. And she danced, and she danced, until she passed out from pure exhaustion, then woke back up and started dancing again. I think I know where this is going. I think I know this story. You don't. I know you know this story. Stop pretending. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. I'm excited. So what what, what are you thinking at the moment? Because the title will already be on the thing. Yeah. Um, I think I remember... Don't go too much into it, but just... I won't. I won't. But apparently, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling she starts dancing. Actually, actually, yeah, okay. Keep it there, keep it there, because the next bit will go more on to that. Okay, so. that's fine. Okay, okay, that's fine. Okay. So people were perplexed as to why she was doing this. Um, mm-hmm. she, some thought that she may be doing it despite her husband, because apparently her husband reportedly hated dancing with a passion. Um, however, this is hard to believe, as a travelling author at the time called Jennifer Wright wrote that after three days, oh sorry, and I quote, after three days, blood was oozing out of her shoes. Blood out of her shoes? Yeah, because she'd been dancing so much for three days, toes the blood was just seeping out of her shoes. Yeah, or her toenails had fallen off, or her toes had fallen off. Or her soles, literally. Her, literally her soles. Um, which you know makes perfect sense as well so that kind of goes again for people were saying that she was just doing it on purpose to try and teach her husband a lesson which would be the stupidest lesson ever you know yeah stay where you are thumbnail yeah put a thumbnail where i could put something in the middle so it's perfect now (laughs) you know i'm gonna write that down 1647 and we'll get back to it (laughs) so um yes to be fair that does give some credence to why she wouldn't just be doing it on on purpose you know um so everyone was talking about because the whole town could see her. She was in the open doing this. Um, so some believe she may have been cursed by Saint Vitus, who was a saint that gives support to people with epilepsy and actually gives epilepsy to the people he doesn't like. They had a fucking god for everything, didn't they, back then? Well, they really did. They had a god of wine in the ancient Greek and stuff. Pretty much. You, you, do, you, do, uh, you do see that a lot, though. Yeah, it's not surprising, though. Um, basically, they decided on July 20th, she was taken to the nearby shrine for St. Vitus, about 30 miles away, in an effort to rid her of this ailment by completing some form of penance. Strangely enough, though, there's not actually any information in regards to the faint of Frau Truffa. So mm. that's actually where the story ends for her. They don't, there's no records of what happened. But one thing that is known is that um, but by July 21st, which was the day after she was taken up to the shrine, at least 34 people in the city of Strasbourg had also now started to dance. <laughs> it was contagious. Yeah, apparently. So is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've heard of it before. Not, not so much, just passing. So Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was to me. It was one of the things I'd always heard about. And then I watched them and I was like, oh, there's a lot more information on this than I thought. Yeah, I think it was just like weird occurrences that happen like a video you know you get them like for five ten minutes and it, yeah yeah top 10 weird occurrences that happened in history exactly yeah yeah something like that so yeah yeah so i think the other thing i found really strange as well was, was just thinking about it in the sense of like you know it started with one person too mm. that was a strange thing that i didn't think would happen but um like hysteria like people just went because they were so sad about the previous year they were like huh might as well dance ourselves to death yeah, but it's like, I mean, that, that I'm guessing that's like, that's kind of the belief of it, yeah. Because it's yeah. just, 
a weird one. It's like, how would you get that into your head? But, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the deadly dancing had now reached the epidemic level. And much like Frau, the dancing was not that of a joyous nature. One chronicler that was passing through the city at the time wrote, and I quote, those that would momentarily rouse from their trances would scream out in pain and beg for help from the gods. The saints and the bystanders, bystanders watching the horrific scene. Oh, sorry. They would scream out in pain and beg for help from the gods, the saints, and the bystanders watching the horrific, the horrific scene. So a lot of pain in that involved in it. And apparently as the situation grew worse, um, a group of magistrates decided to take action and contact some local doctors. Fucking person. Do. They dance along. <laughs> Can I take your temperature? It's funny that you mentioned that because they stated the doctors dance is a natural disease which comes from the overheated blood. What? Upon learning this, the magistrates came up with a plan to make them stop dancing. Aaron, I need to ask you right now what was that plan? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? So, so they we're told. Yeah, uh, um, by the doctors that it, it happened um, that it was due to overheated blood. That's what their opinion was at this time. So what do you think the magistrates, the council, did upon learning that? I, I, I don't know. Just threw, threw water over them? Like, cool them down? Make sense. That would make sense, yeah. Cool them down? You know, to, to cool your temperature down, I suppose. Just get in some cold water and... yeah. Bring the level down, mate. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. Sorry. No, you, you've got the perfect bit of logic there. It's just Thank a you. shame that they didn't. Oh, okay. What they did, they decided that the only way to make them stop dancing was by making them dance more. They constructed elevated stages, paid dozens of bands to play music around the clock, and then ushered the dancers flicked onto the stage areas to dance for the rest of the city's entertainment. <laughs> And the council also employed unafflicted people to dance along with the entranced people to encourage them to keep going. Mm. The unafflicted would also pick them up as they were passing out mm -hmm. to keep them awake, to keep them dancing, and then the band would up the tempo. So the term dance to is it dance to your drop? Maybe dance that drop. maybe that's what that term came from. Probably you know what I could have done. It very very well could have done. There you go. I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. Right, oh, no. you, not, you can't stop dancing. Guess what you'll do? Carry on dancing more. That's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Yep. Oh, how times have changed. <laughs> I saw a rich Where was it? Um, what did I write somewhere? It would be like employing a vaccine for COVID that involves having a massage from someone, except that that someone has COVID and they're using their tongue. Yes. That's what yeah. it would be like. I mean... Exactly like that. <laughs> Putting out a house fire by setting it on fire. Oh, that's another good one. That's another good one. Have you got any more for me? I like these. Um, this is like trying to... Um, Wash your car while it's raining. Well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I've you seen a video of it. That, I mean, that makes too much sense. So it's like trying to dry your car in the rain. There you go. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good one. That's a yeah. Good one. I like that. So... After a month of this, a month. Shockingly, it worked. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Not really. Okay. Loads, of Loads of people died. <laughs> it's a pan pandemic of sorts, was it? Funnily enough, um, a travelling merchant who was passing mm. through uh, was recorded to have said, 
in the year, and I quote, in the year 1518, in the summer, lots of people died from the St. Vitus dance in Strasbourg. About 15 people died a day. Wow. Because he kept, yeah, that's one thing I forgot to mention. He kept building and building because obviously you had all the people on the, you know. Yeah, and they were catching up, catching Exactly, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Catching the uh, the disease of dancing. The, the that's disease a, of dancing. That's a cool song name, I think. Disease of dancing or band dancing. name. Dancing with the Dead. I feel like that's something already. That is something, uh, isn't it? I used to have a band called Dine with the Dead. Oh, I like, yeah. I like that name too. But people used to get confused with Come Dine with Me, so. <laughs> what? I don't know. They used to say dying with the Dead, not Dying. And I think it's because you're from Birmingham. Oh, wait, were you dying with the dead? No, so we're dining with the dead. So dying with oh. the dead. Oh, yeah, um, dying with the dead. Yeah, so people used to think we were saying dying with the dead. And it would yeah. be like, no, dying, D-I-N-E, with the dead. Okay, so last little bit of the story then. The council eventually realised their mistake and ordered mm. everybody to stay in their homes and all manner of music or musical instruments are banned. Well, okay. Mm, I, would have been, so... I, would, I would have not lived in that society i can't play my bass you can piss off well no weirdly actually string instruments were allowed but you still couldn't have oh. music yeah it was weird it's a weird band it's like it's like banning for people from meeting in groups of six but you can still go to the pub with 50 i'll, I'll stop i'll stop or or it's like telling people to sneeze into their elbow and then telling people to touch elbows of each other yeah man like new, handshake, new handshake, handshake. Touch, we, touch my yeah. weenus. Yeah, we'll stop. We'll stop now. Oh god, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> They'll come for us otherwise. Not even, I'm not even going to get into talking about school. That's no. what I went to do. There, I'm like, no, stop myself, stop myself. I'll sit here for like ten minutes just bitching about it. Stuff it. Put put your kids in a school with. No, we'll we'll stop. We'll stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any, anyway. Oh, yeah, I got annoyed then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the council event uh I read that. they also decided that this yep. must have been a curse from god because why not at this point it, it so, always is back then isn't it you know all the plague they uh, went full circle all, always all, always god's bloody fault back then and you can get it because if you don't understand i understand why people back then would have believed in god and stuff because you don't yeah. understand what's going on people now are stupid that believe in god but that's another thing Come on, Carl. We, oh. may have, we may have people who have a religion and a faith on this podcast, which I know there is. Okay, cool. <laughs> you're all dumb. Stop it. I love you all, really. It doesn't mean you're not a nice person. <laughs> you're a bit dumb. I'm dumb too. Don't worry. We're all dumb in some way. You are, you are dumb. Hey. You are so dumb. dumb. <laughs> you're so dumb. Um, anyway, so... At this point, there was at least over 300 afflicted dancers. Um, the council came up with a new plan. So first, they would build a 110-pound wax likeness of St. Victor's as an offering to him. Hmm. Second, they would line up a load of wagons to take all the afflicted dancers to the St. Vitus Shrine 30 miles away. Okay. And third, they would give them comfortable red shoes that were, at, they were essentially known as the original kicks. Like the game, the first ever pair of kicks, um, Nikes, yeah, that's what they're likened to, but fair, yeah, trainers is all I'm saying for it, yeah, anyway. trainers, um, trainers. We're from the UK, they, yeah, they gave them trainers, 
um, red coloured. Uh, I assume to hide the blood. I don't know because okay. the, they specifically pointed out that they were red coloured, and I can't see any other reason why they need to be. That's a good show. Um, once they were at the shrine of Saint Victor's, they led the dancers in a circle around the altar, and then mm-hmm. offered up a single penny to Saint Victor's Vitus as a donation, and that worked. <laughs> <laughs> What? So that they, they donated each time they offered. Um, they gave a penny, one penny, one penny. Danced around the circle and then went home, and that worked. Although so, uh, I, I work in charity and fundraising, um, you know, areas mm. of work. That, that'd be like a fundraising event for us. So yeah, I might go mean- into work on Tuesday because this is Monday. Yeah, so tomorrow, uh, you mean? You wouldn't tomorrow. call tomorrow Tuesday. That'd be strange. Tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow, I'm going to go into work and um, say, did you know this is where the first uh, fundraising event happened? I suppose, yeah. <laughs> never know. But from the sounds of it, I think they gave it to them. Yeah, got you. But I don't, I don't know. Either way, though. Yeah, yeah. Because it's been the same Vita Vitus himself. Fight, fight, um, fight. But this is the thing, though. Um not a lot of people actually believe that that's what cured them doing that thing. Obviously, right. the idea of penance in their head had, mm. was helpful, but a lot of people actually state that um, they were actually saved by the power of their community. Because um, you've got to think the city was desperate in the years before the dancing plague. Yeah. But, um, when it started, the community rallied together to treat all the afflicted with kindness and love rather than just, you know, like um, they didn't try and run them out of town for being crazy people or call yeah. them witches. Any of that kind of stuff, you know, they were figuring out ways to try and help them. Stupid ways, very stupid ways. Of course, a lot of people to die, but they, they, they were in their heart was in the right place. Yeah, that's fair. You know, yeah. fair, so a lot fair, of people, they, they tried. Yeah. They tried. Kind of nice when you think like that because I could imagine back then they would just be like, "The fuck song with you and chuck them out or do whatever," yeah. you know. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, but yeah, so. That was as near to a happy ending in that story as you can guess. They stopped. Everyone cared for them. Lots of people died. But I, just, hey. I wonder how it just completely stopped, though. Like, what stopped them from going, okay, I've finished now? It's probably because I reckon it's probably just because they stopped their fun, you know, they stopped all the music and then they were just like, I don't know, they tricked them into thinking. It's like placebo effect. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good shout. Yeah. Just weird. I always wonder if it's like some sort of because I have heard about this story and as I, as I mentioned, but not in full. Yeah. As, as we said, but I, I always wonder if it's like something to do, you know, when people say, Oh, it's something in the water or something like that. Just, Copy. you yeah. know, they wouldn't have had like hallucinogens. Well, that we know of. Mm, I mean, so they not, I mean, they had hallucinogens back then, but maybe yeah. not in that part of France, but at the same yeah. time, people were traveling around. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, it was the the beginning of um, something quite strong, you know, some, some yeah. sort of strong drug that was passed around in the water or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that has created. Someone would have to like probably purposely start that, but at the same time, I wouldn't put it past people just out of pure boredom because you know it just takes one dick. Yeah, like it, it kind of reminds me of like the Jonestown massacre where <laughs> it what something like that could have happened. You haven't heard about that. I've I've heard the name definitely yeah. the name's very but no I couldn't tell you what that was. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, you can go and research it, and I'll either bring it to 
the podcast or you can i don't i don't mind but yeah you should you should look that up it's well if you might do it at some point then i might well then again we'll see it's it's messed up man it's messed up uh, I do, it, it, it does sound like something i've seen but i don't god knows yeah, yeah. you'll kind of mold together don't they until you look at the story i do yeah uh there's also a um jamestown massacre they i think there's a band named after it as well oh okay well, it's it's mixed with the uh, one of the guitarists, the original guitarists from um, Rolling Stones, Brian Jones, uh, but they extended oh, it. Oh, he's be, in the band. But he was. He's very dead now. He's been dead for many years. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they named the band. I think it's the Brian Jones Town Massacre. Like rolled the, the two together, which is kind of kind of cool. Anyway, yeah, if, I, I digress. If, if it's something that he would like, then you know why not? That's cool. <laughs> I'm not sure, but no. I don't know. Oh. Well, uh, no, that's as I say. I've heard that very briefly before. Yeah, it's so weird. Can you imagine that happening today? No. Well, if it did, I think you know. I think there would be more of a negative reaction to it nowadays mm. because there's less belief in like not necessarily supernatural, but there is less widespread belief in religion and all that now. Definitely. Yeah, I suppose because we've got things like um, structured governments now as well keeping us in order um <laughs> <that> so much <laughs> this is so relevant isn't it speaking about this this subject I, I yeah, like that. Yeah. so fair fair play to you um yeah I, th- I think it would be a case very similar to what we're ha- what's happening now they just wouldn't know what to do yeah and they'll just try anything and everything to to get this to stop but <clears throat> i don't want to <laughs> say it's not going to but you know it's just well, it will stop eventually just because it's just kind of how viruses and yeah. stuff work. But I don't think it will be because of, well, it won't be because of the American government anyway. That definitely won't be the case. Yes. yes. Even more so what's come out like today or yesterday about Trump. You seen that? No, no. He he was doing, um doing, I can't remember the guy's name, but some guy was interviewing him for a book. Yeah. He was bringing out. And uh, basically Trump was talking, it was only like a month ago or something. And okay. Trump was talking in interviews. He thought he was saying good stuff, but he basically, he was just admitting that he knew all along at the beginning that the virus was a lot more deadly than he made it out to be. He knew everything that we, everyone talks about now. Yeah. But yeah, at that time, he was coming out saying, oh, it's fine, you know, go about your business, nothing to worry about. Like, yeah. well, <laughs> I mean, America seems to be a bit more relaxed than we are about things like social distancing and stuff anyway, don't they? Yeah. So. It just they're, goes they're through, not really. together. No, no, sadly not. Sadly and not. But it, it is because of the president. That's the one thing the president should be able to do is at least bring the states together and that. Boris yeah. can't do it either. For us, he, I mean, he's doing better. I, I don't want to say this, but he's doing a bit better than Donald Trump is. At least he's got. Yeah. I but, mean, it's well, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You say he's doing better, and it yeah. seems like he is. But mm. he's only got like what four different places so if you yeah, look at yeah, like from four states yeah. that boris has got scotland yeah. are doing something completely different very wales true. are doing something completely apparently the prime minister only has power over england that's what i've learned through this well yeah um yeah but that's a good point to be fair so yeah. it's, it's pretty true yeah. Isn't it? like, yeah 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 and and the thing is i don't think he makes a lot of decisions anyway he's like the yeah. little puppet yeah it's silly to think that so you know, sure. you say that though, but with how, like, this is the problem I have with a lot of conspiracy theories now, mm. um, compared to what I used to have, is that 
you like you look at something like this and you see how yeah. crap and unorganized the government are and how mm-hmm. they drop the ball constantly. I can't imagine them looking at how they've dealt with this. I can't imagine them being able to cover something up for years and years and nothing coming no. out. Or do you know what no. I mean? Like it just doesn't weigh up to me. No, no, it's um, it's very strange. It yeah. could be it could be five G though. You know those oh, towers. God. Those towers. I've got one over there. I've been feeling yeah. last week. You know. Ooh. Oh fuck that that whole bit when it came out. I was like, are you fucking stupid? The you amount wear, you got to wear a tinfoil hat. The, I was like, the amount of third world countries where coronavirus has been has been an outbreak, and I'm like, you yep. think they've got five G? Yep. Yep. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Ridiculous. But Not you them. Them. No, I know, them. I know, but I'm pretty sure they built a tower. Not. Not far from here. Really? Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten well just yet, but hey ho. Yeah, but you got yet. the big head to protect you though, like me. What's that, sorry? You got the big head like me to protect you. That's true. You should do something to raise, I imagine. Like a bobble head. I think that's why I have um shoulder problems because my head's so massive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I don't think my head's on straight sometimes. Like I just wake up in the morning, it's like all right. <sighs> Your, your head's got a good shape, though, to be fair. You've got, like, the oblongated shape yeah, that I have to cut my hair to go yeah. for, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Mine's a little bit like that. If too short, it looks like I've got massive ears. And, but, uh. See, at, at the moment, I've got, like, because I'm growing it all, I've got, like, fluffy white man. I haven't had, no. like, white man afro like this way. It does not so much now because it's all flat. But... I can't say white man afro. You have to say Hold on, I can't hear you. One yeah. second. You have to say you tell me how I'm not physically correct in one moment. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You have to say Jufro. Huh? You have to say Jufro, apparently. Jufro? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. So it's I can't even thought why we were working. It's all Jews. That makes sense. <laughs> Aren't most Jewish people white? Actually, no, they can't. I suppose they're more originated in like Jerusalem and that's probably more Middle Eastern, I guess. Yep. Yeah. It's, like, it's like when Jesus is portrayed as a white man, but he should be darker coloured. I am the only white man in the village. Is that is that a Welsh accent or? I, I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It was supposed to be Jesus. That's okay. how it came out. It, but it's Welsh. <laughs> Apparently, I think Jesus is Welsh. Do you want to uh, do? Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we don't have actually anything to say. But as always, everyone, then um, if you go on to Nobody's Priority Clothing Apparel, you can get to it through Facebook. I will put the link in the description this time, which I always forget to do. But there is yes. a multitude. Yeah, remind me because I'm fucking terrible. Oh. Thank you. I bet you forget now. <laughs> I will. There is a multitude of sexy ass clothes on there, though. There's clothes that actually aren't just covered in a brand name, and I fucking hate that. I know you do too. I mean, look at what you're wearing at the moment. You're wearing a fucking Black Becky Lynch shirt, man. Yeah, man. That banging. <laughs> Can't see you because of the graphic joke. Ah! I'm wearing. You're always in nice clothes. They, they look like they're nice, but they smell. Okay. Not really. <laughs> I can't smell my answer. I'm sitting in the salon today. Uh, my fiance is salon, and she is actually a nail technician. So if uh, anyone needs their nails done, uh, Boston Nails uh, on Instagram and Facebook, check her out. Um, Birmingham based uh, nail technician. So if you're looking to get your nails done, uh, hook her up. Francesca. Don't hook her up, she's your fiance, but. Yeah, look her up. It should have been the best word there. Look her up. There you go. Look her up. Look her up. Get hooked up. There we go. 
I've, I've, to be fair, um, I've heard good shit from my mom about that anyway, because she's always looking for people for fucking nails. So. Cool. Cool. We'll yeah. have to get her down. We've got. She's got a better setup now. Nice and uh, it's nice and uh, spacious. It, I'm, I'm sitting here and on this lovely. I don't know if you can see. Where is it? Well, I can see what you're sitting on. No, I can't. How would I be able to? <laughs> my lo- lovely pink seat here. That That's can... a very manly seat. Have the. There you oh, go. Oh, fuck you, swivels, I don't know. <laughs> swivels. I can't take the mechanic anymore, swivels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, man. Thank you for We'll uh... have to um, throw some of the stuff in the description, and I'm going to make sure I do that this time, so I'm really bad at doing that. That's fine, or, or it might just. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, whenever you are ready, man. So, have you ever heard of someone called Purple Aki? Sorry? Purple, and then second first name, Purple, second name, Aki. No, but I fucking love it. But, okay, so this isn't actually his real name. So the gentleman that I'm speaking to you about, his real name is Akinwale Arabiki. Okay? So this okay. is a, this is quite an interesting one for you. So you never heard of him? Never no, heard? that does not ring about at all, none of that at the moment. That's fine, because essentially Purple is not only, well, originally a myth, uh, like a... Boogeyman or a boogeyman, as yeah, 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 um, where people would say, I think in in the Merseyside areas, people would say to their kids, you know, um, England, that's England, yes, England, England, yes, Liverpool ways, yeah, yeah. So, um, people would say to their children, you know, be careful, I'm being out on the streets, or Aki will get you, purple Aki will get you, um, he'll come around and he'll touch your muscles, and he'll what touch your muscles and i'm not speaking out fish here Carl. i'm speaking about <laughs> your actual muscles wait the main muscle or what? just any muscle any any muscle so we'll go a bit of backstory for uh akinway or arabiki or other <laughs> well yeah we're, we're not in that area so we're fine it's still around it's still around so uh or purple aki as he's we'll, we'll call him in this story so purple. he's a He's quite a tall guy. He's six foot five and he weighs 22 stone and he's a bodybuilder. Oh, geez. Okay. He was born in, um, born on the 15th of July, 1961 um, in Manchester. His mother was a, um, a secretary student of Nigerian origin and his father's identity is actually unknown. So I don't know who his father is. Um, he was placed in care uh, at the age of six months, sorry, and spent some time in Bernardo's home in Ludlow. I can't say that word. Ludlow. Yeah, Ludlow. That one. Ludlow. One good thing about having a small tongue, you can't get tongue twisted. Yeah. Shame. I can't say. You, so you can say you can say Welsh words, Carl. You can say Welsh can. words with a small tongue. That's what we I know. Could, I could do tongue twisters as well. Love it. Um, so yeah, as an adult, he worked in several jobs, including a cleaner in the Mersey tunnels and as a messenger for the Liverpool uh, City Council. So he had a few jobs here and there. You know, nothing too weird. Yeah, it was just a regular dude. Sounds like yeah. at the moment. Seems seems to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the the. the Originally, um, you know, being a, a black um, man, uh, purple aki, yeah, the, the, um, this is where it comes a bit confusing where the name came from. So because he, he'd always just hang around um, outside places like um, gyms or sports bars or at bus stops. 
Mm. And he'd just come up to random people who were quite, you know, well-built, muscular, and normally quite young. And he'd go around and he'd approach them and so, striking up conversations, asking about their weight training, where they trained, what gym they went to. Um, and <laughs> he'd come up to people and say, how much do you bench? Let me show you yeah. let me see your muscles, kind of feel your muscles. It already sounds creepy, but it makes sense. <laughs> In some cases, Purple Lackey would get people to squat with him on their back just to see their strength. And as he was being squatted down by individuals, he'd like feel their calves. Or I wondered what you were going to say then. <laughs> he'd feel their calves. Ca- like, what? <laughs> There's another story of... Um, where someone was being squatted and he actually got a, an erection. Which one? Uh, Purple Aki. Okay. On this gentleman, this person's back. I can't think of the, the guy's name. But they Probably did a give it. they did a documentary um, in 2016 called um, "The Man Who Squeezes Muscles Searching for Purple Aki." So there's there's quite a, inf- a lot of information out there now, even though he was considered like a a myth. Yeah, yeah. Most people because. People had never seen him. They would never uh, really think it was a real story. They thought, ah, oh, it's a load of rubbish. Yeah. And a but, lot of people probably wouldn't tell that story either or use their real name. No. Like, you know, this guy and then I squatted him. No. Okay. But, you know, he, um, he'd he go around, as I say, these places like gyms, sports bars. He'd just appear out of nowhere as well. People used to say he was like a ghost. He'd just like randomly just appear out of nowhere and he'd be like, okay. Yeah. Hello, kind of feel your muscles, kind of approach him. And he's a he's a big guy. You should see pictures of him. He's really intimidating. But yeah, as I was saying, the name Purple Aki, there's a couple of um, reasons why they they called him this. So um, there's a the racial slur towards it, basically. I'm just going to be straight with you. Oh, it, yeah, people would say they were so black, he looked purple. But the other reason is because he'd go around and wear a, a purple jacket. He's always in a purple jacket, like a sports jacket. But his first name's Akinwale, so it's just the shortened version of Akinwale, so Aki. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense, Aki. But and that, purple... that was his nickname when he was kind of like a, um, you know, more of a myth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, oh, as he was okay. going around, you know, people would say, oh, be careful of, of Aki. They're calling Purple Aki. Yeah, but I mean, like they, so they knew his part of his actual name as well. Yeah. Then? So it's yeah. credence that they knew. That, there must, you know there I mean? must, yeah, there must have been people who knew, who knew what his full name was. Um, yeah. I, I suppose it came into play where um, I'll give you a bit of a, his criminal history now. So on the 15th of June in 1986, a 16-year-old from Birkenhead named Gary Kelly. This is actually discussed in the documentary as well. If you want to check it out after, it's on YouTube. Yeah, um, yeah. He was actually electrocuted on the New Brighton Railway Station while running away from um, Aki. So from what I remember, for weeks and weeks, Gary had been harassed by Aki, asking him to touch his muscles, I suppose, and just striking a conversation. Yeah, like trying to just be a predator. Sounds like it, yeah. Assault him sexually, um, whatever way possible. Um, But yeah, it, it was getting to the point where Gary was becoming quite frightened. I mean, he's, he's a big guy. He's intimidating. Um, he's six foot five. I mean, same height as what, The Rock. Six foot five. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's something you can understand why, um, why like, a lot of women talk about, like, the fear of stuff being out on their own and that, because it's yeah. like that kind of thing, because every woman 
But you know what I mean? It's like every woman. I know what you're saying. On average, yeah. yeah, women are less physically strong than men, so they yeah. fear in the same way that us would fear this dude, and it seems. I'd, I'd, I'd fear a guy that was chasing me who's six foot five. I don't care who you are. Um, six foot five, no? Even if you knew karate, the, the, the dude is massive. You know, yeah, 310 yeah. pounds in weight, that is 22 stone. Yeah. It's like when you saw the mountain sparring with um, Conor McGregor. So Conor McGregor's got yeah. all the skill. Yeah, he's bouncing around it, but the, the mountain just had to grab him and squash him. That'd be it. Like in the game of friends, we just literally exactly. Scratching. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, oh, did you hear the shin guy today. Sorry, didn't mean to talk. Did you hear the shin yeah, guy? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, which was the grandma, grandma. Yeah, she was actually yeah. the um, the wife of James Bond in um, what's it called on Her Majesty's Secret Service. She was the wife, the only time oh, James right. Bond got married. Yeah, I never she, knew that happened. She dies in the end, she actually gets shot. Now everyone dies in James Bond. James Bond. It's true. We never know in the new ones. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) segue. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, sorry. Go. (laughs) So, um, yeah, as I say, um, he was chasing Gary Kelly, and Gary Kelly ran onto the railway tracks and actually was electrocuted and died. Yeah. So, um, Purple Aki was actually convicted of manslaughter at that point, and pleaded. but successfully appealed against the conviction on the grounds that he had not acted unlawfully by standing on the platform and looking into trains. So I think there's sort of conflicting stories where Gary Kelly's seen Purple Lackey and just ran. He just yeah. ran for his life because he's just terrified of him. Yeah, yeah. But you could Whereas, see why in a court of law it'd be hard to prove that. Yeah. Wherever people say that. he was chasing him. So we just don't yeah but then at the same time even if you're running one way on a platform it's like you could say i was just running that way it's not my foot of heat yeah or i was chasing him you sort of could see how that could happen yeah yeah i mean so at that point um arabiki it keeps putting here arabiki was reportedly awarded thirty-five thousand pounds compensation due to the alleged racial overtones in the prosecution of the case oh. so i'm guessing they used his uh race as yeah. a uh, what year was this what kind of year um, this would have been 1986. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, it makes more sense why I didn't understand the racial slur in that case. And maybe it's like yeah. an old or something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, um, I mean, this is 1986. I'll probably end up jumping a bit forward here. But so throughout the 80s and 90s, you know, people would talk about him all the time in that documentary just discuss a few people's occurrences in where i think a 13 year old um was just touched up by him asking yeah. to feel his muscles you'll see uh, video clips actually uh, where he's people have got him on camera going you're right you're right mate uh you go to the gym you uh i'll be good muscles i'll be good muscles oh god yeah he just sounded like one of those weird guys that would just pop up at a club doesn't he though yeah i don't i don't know if you remember carl do you remember the basketball player um that used to walk through town he's always had a basketball with him or he had a, a guitar with him he's always playing around new street uh, i don't know just so uh, many fucking crazy people like that i was like, it, it was a bit strange but it was like it, it never been reported to do anything weird it kind of reminds oh, okay. me of something like that like you know he's a big guy um it doesn't even look it doesn't even look that intimidating he's got quite a baby face yeah like, he looks like, yeah. <laughs> I don't use that. Uh, uh, sorry, my bad. Actually, I, I say I don't use it anymore. Still on my picture, that I've had the whole yeah. time while I'm doing it, but still. Yeah. Um, you know, it just looks a bit harmless, but I suppose if you're walking across to him, 
to be fair, that was the one thing I thought. Composing, I you know. The one thing I said to you when you showed me the picture, I said, he looks like a teddy bear. He does. You, you actually yeah. did say that within. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose when you've got like a, a guy twice your height yeah. coming towards you, you've heard stories about this guy. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, since you started talking, yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy's weird, man. Yeah. So he'd always be in that purple jacket, though. He'd always be normally carrying a bag with him. I don't think there's everything, anything that's been sort of brought to anyone's attention what's actually in that bag. I think it's normally like shopping or, I don't know, protein shakes or something. Yeah, I don't know. yeah probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to jump forward a bit um, because there's not much more to say um, since then. Oh yeah, the manslaughter case got overturned. So nothing yeah. happened. Um, he oh, actually... we got... oh, okay, did get yeah. overturned. Okay. Yeah, got overturned on appeal. So he appeared in court. This is jumping forward, sorry. So he appeared in court on the 22nd of November, pleading not guilty to 50 counts of indecent assault and harassment against 14 teenage boys between February 1995 and September 2000. So 95, so you're talking nine years after the Gary Kelly incident and he's been essentially convicted. Well, he's gone to court against these cases about touching younger boys and their muscles. So, we had us a change of MO completely, isn't it? Because you went from getting like older people, mostly people touching his muscles to him then. You, you know what I mean? It's a weird change there. So he'd he'd mainly get, as I say, he'd mainly get people to squat with him on their back. Yeah. Um, and he'd, he'd always like touch like cars. Oh, and, true. Yeah. But yeah, eventually he was... So with that court case, he was convicted of threatening behaviour and jailed for th- th- thirty months. Thirty months. Thirty months. That's what it says. Yeah. So all those cases what? were forward, and it went down for it. So what was he actually done for then? For thirty months? The actual thing um, he was done for? In- indecent assault and harassment, but okay. it's teenage boys, so I'm not too sure of the ages. So I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he wasn't actually done for like paedophilia or anything. No, he never, yeah. I don't think he's ever assaulted, well, that we know of. Yeah. He's never sexually assaulted anyone. So we just don't know oh, about just, that we know. Yeah. Released in 2003, um, I suppose the, the court case extended a lot more into later years. Released mm-hmm. in 2003, Arabiki resumed his activities and quickly arrested again and, and charged. <laughs> Um, during the course of the trial, 123 people were interviewed by the police, including one family who were forced into witness protection program as a result of threats from Purple So he threatened them because they dared to speak against him that he'd been sexually assaulted. <laughs> uh, how could? What, why would they do that? Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> so um, yeah, that, that uh, led to Purple being additionally charged with witness intimidation. On 15th of December 2003, he was jailed for six years by the Preston Crown Court, pleading guilty to 15 counts of harassment and witness intimidation. So, still so not this, major uh, counts, but at this no, point, it's mounting up and people are seeing yeah. what he's like. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah. this is the second time he's been jailed. So, mm-hmm. um, a further 61 counts, mostly of indecent assault, were left on file. So, there were more cases. More cases that didn't go anywhere, basically. It's so. strange that they, how they do that. No, no. It's Very really nice. weird. There was something about that in, when I was looking at the Zodiac stuff. There's a lot of that kind of stuff in there. And it's like, that doesn't yeah. make much sense. Why would they no. just, just, yeah. just leave it? 
why just bring it i suppose because they've already got him they've convicted him there's only yeah. but they could just do more time in prison exactly yeah it's not like he's there for life exactly i, I understand when someone's killed like i don't know 17 yeah. people they only bother doing it for free because it's like well yeah. you know that's covered anyway and six years isn't a long time is it he'll probably be out you know in, in a few years with good behavior exactly with you know, uk prisons so and it'd be really good behavior because there'd be a lot of men in there to touch his muscles so he'd be uh, happy touching the guards up and stuff like that <laughs> let me touch your truncheon <coughs> <laughs> oh went up nose that what it did went so, up nose <laughs> when when sent when being sentenced um judge slinger i love this love this name judge slinger judge slinger Judge Slinger um, said, you're a danger to young men and your behaviour is both strange and obsessive. I mean, that hits the nail on the head, doesn't it, really? Yeah. 100% obsessive and strange. Strange is this. Yeah, this is especially more strange. Like, I could imagine it in his head that he doesn't see anything wrong with this. He probably thinks it's fine. He just probably thinks he's being friendly. Yeah, but then, forget, he did threaten people because they dare go speak against him in court so yeah it depends what he was saying and stuff yeah very true uh, yeah where is it after the case det detective superintendent mike dale said over the years akinwaya arabiki has been persistent in his pursuit and harassment of a number of young men um installing um uh, instilling fear into them we are pleased with the sentencing most importantly it's to the credit of the witnesses who despite their fears and apprehensions have remained um determined to see justice done and this man prosecuted to stop him from making other people's lives a misery i mean yeah. poor gary kelly in the 80s it was so scared of this guy oh yeah yeah and so i mean they don't i suppose they don't want another case like that so and even yeah, though yeah. the appeal got you know, even though the um, it got overturned uh, on the on the appeal, he he was definitely guilty of that. That that. Well, now, yeah, it seems very yeah. obvious in the time after. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the further accounts of it. So. Yeah, I can understand still why at the time they couldn't prove that though completely. You, you haven't heard the end of it though. I think I've got. Where are we? No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. It's I not can see way. it for hours. Don't worry about me. I was like, oh, sure, okay, well. <laughs> so, let me just uh, get this page. Two seconds, mate. Yeah, you were trying to be clever with your pages, weren't you? You fucked it now. Leave <laughs> <laughs> me alone. Uh, where are we? So, he actually got uh, released on license from prison on um, two th in 2006. So, I told you. I told you. Yeah, he got yeah. out early. He got out early. Um, so, unusually, Merseyside Police applied to the Liverpool Magistrates Court for an interim sexual offences uh, prevention order against him. Although he's never actually convicted of sex offence, it was yeah. more, what was it, um, like harassment. Um, it's never convicted. thing, doesn't it? So, yeah. it's like just the idea of people that they think could be, um, yeah. what's the phrase, could be like, um, you, you know what I mean, could be like... Um, this is it capable, capable. capable. yeah because capable. he actually approached the, the younger younger people as well so you know he's a big guy he's got dominating it was almost like he um started with the older ones and then realized it was easier with the younger ones is another way of looking at it as well yeah yeah so 
the evolution of it. <laughs> Very true. Um, okay. The the best thing the best thing about this case is under the terms of this order, uh, he was actually banned from touching or feeling or measuring muscle muscles, asking people to do squat exercises in public, entering the <laughs> entering the towns of St Helens in Warrington without police permission and loitering near schools, gyms and sports clubs. <laughs> Wait, did they actually include the fact that he's not allowed to touch people's muscles? Yep. And, and, and that, not and allowed that, to squat. <laughs> that is why. That is why. It's amazing. The documentary is called um, The Man Who Squeezes Muscles Searching for Purple Ake. Because, the Man Who Squeezes Muscles? Yeah. And oh, he actually got banned from doing it. Um, That's amazing. So someone went out of the way to specifically say you're not allowed to squeeze muscles or get people to squat. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever been banned from many things, but squeezing muscles is not on my, my list to get banned. Yeah, to say know. yeah, all you'd have to say is you're not allowed to touch people that don't want to be touched. But no, you're yeah. specifically not allowed to squeeze their muscles. muscles. You can touch the bone, that's fine, but not the muscle. Well, I mean, muscles cover most bone, don't they? So he's he's shit out look there. Well, this is true. Actually, the most important bone. Hey, so we're talking, to, yeah, yeah, we'll come back, <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, on May 27th, uh, 2000, no, May 25th, sorry, 2007, um, Purple Aki approached a man in a shopping center in Preston and com- commented on his size of his biceps before touching them without permission. <laughs> he was arrested shortly afterwards on suspicion of breaching his sexual offences prevention order and later convicted, jailed for 15 months, again, with the muscle-touching ban being made permanent. So, so that was the bit that got him as well, just to clarify. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah, so this That's is now right. permanent. You'll never touch your muscles again, not even in your love life. You can't touch anyone's muscles. I hope they explicitly told him as well that they meant, like you said, that yeah. they meant the body, not the fish. Yeah. In front of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. Coming back to it, I love that you use that. Uh, when I, when I said it, I was like, mm, "Does he think I'm going to mean the uh, the little?" <laughs> if I really, if I really thought that, then you you would have complete reason to call me an idiot. <laughs> okay, uh, I will keep keep that in mind. <laughs> Did I just insult myself? I'm not sure. I don't know. Carry on. Sorry. Uh, in July 2008, um, Arabiki or Purpalaki was un- unsuccessful in trying to overturn the muscle touching ban at one point, behaving erratically just before appearing in court. During the case proceedings, details of Purpalaki's stalker's manual were disclosed. So uh, it's a so it's a book that he um, he had that was full of details about his victims' body measurements, contact numbers, and families. And in, in the towns of Liverpool, he's he's well known like as being like this weirdo. But yeah. he like made friends with the people's families that he'd want to touch, if that makes sense. So he'd want yeah, to yeah, yeah. see someone he wants to touch, wants to touch their muscles because they look big, and then he'd try and get in with the family. Yeah, so he was kind of known in the community, but probably yeah. known more so as some. It, it sounds like it's one of the things like um, some people would describe him as absolutely, um, you know, couldn't hurt anyone. And other people would be like, no, he's weird, yeah. Sparks, stay away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, it was alleged that 
he would do research into his victim, confronting them with such such details as their father's car's registration number or siblings' place of education. So he'd go into it so much. Yeah. He'd be like, "All right, Johnny, your uh, your dad's registration is this, isn't it?" Yeah. And most of this would have been before like social network and Facebook, yeah. wouldn't it? So, yeah. uh, we're right, two thousand and eight. So yeah, yeah. But stuff in the past before, yeah. definitely, definitely. So he would have kept a book in maybe the nineties of like these kind of things. Yeah, so yeah. he go up to a kid like your brother, Thomas. He goes to this school, doesn't he? Got you. I've got you. That's so weird. Can I touch your muscles. <laughs> weird. Oh god, that's really weird. This that thing I can't get over. The can I touch your muscle? It's, oh, it's just weird. It 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 gets the uh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Okay. Uh, in addition to that, DC Andrew uh, Rowling's claim that Arabiki became sexually aroused by forcing terrified young men to perform inverted piggybacks. So you know when I was talking to you about earlier about the squats? Yeah. So ordering them to squat so he could lean over their backs with his face by their buttocks and his genitalia, gen, his genitalia, this is what they're saying, genitalia on their necks while squeezing their quad muscles. So he'd get over, lean right over. Yeah. His, his penis will be on there. Uh... He must be a bit of a flexible man too in that case. Is that not too easy? Don't forget, he'd approach, uh, I guess, smaller, I suppose teenagers at that point. So to be a lot smaller than him. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm just working it out. Yeah, okay. And he's, he's I suppose if he's picking them up as well, because that's the strength thing. I'm not going to do a demonstration for you. Just, just so you know. So. Oh, that was me second guess. <laughs> So uh, during that court case, Arabiki made an apology to his victims and admitted that he was infamous, notorious, everything from a boogeyman to whatever. So he was like, yeah, that's me. That's me. Okay. So, yeah, um, more to go on, more to go. I was See, I was just thinking and I was like, okay, that's the stuff he's admitting to. I feel like there's more that he's not admitted to in that case. Then. More to go. Mm. In late 2008, he approached a 17-year-old um, in Birkenhead, again, in Birkenhead, um, and that's to feel these muscles. Um, Come up with a new chat line by now, man. Jesus. I know. Can I feel your muscles? Can I feel your... No, you cannot. So can, I, can I feel your bones? At least then you won't get arrested <laughs> yeah. for it. That's so hard. in doing this, he was, again, in breach of his uh, SOP, SOPO, we'll call it. He was arrested, again, and sentenced... To 18 months in prison again. Again. Why would you do this? And why are they not just like offing the sentences at this point? Know. Know? Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. it must be some one of one of those weird maximums. It's like yeah. by this point, it's it's not preventive. He's doing yeah. it. He's still gonna come out exactly. Um in April 2010, he appeared in court at Mould, North Wales, um, charged with further offences. Um, on June 24th, 2010, after a jury found him guilty oh, of touching man. the calf and quadriceps of muscles of a 16-year-old boy, can you say it? Landudno. Is that Landudno. it? Landudno. Landudno. North Wales. The judge said that Arabiki was a sexual predator and jailed him for two and a half years. Oh, okay. So, Still yeah. Two but... years. Yeah. Yeah. Defence was a breach of his SOPO. Uh, and Arabiki defended himself in court, insisted he was the victim of false allegations to the police. Um, oh. They received calls a day saying, I'm in locations across the country, even when I'm in prison. Come on. 
I mean, it could. Mm. I, I mean, if he's that infamous, and I'm listening to this thinking, if I could understand if anyone who knew him and knew what it was like would be annoyed that mm-hmm. he wasn't getting more time. So I could believe people were ringing in to get him in trouble, but that's his True. own fucking fault. They should. True. No Look, sympathy. There's no one that works. Purple Aki. He's you'll you'll know if it's Purple Aki. You'll see him and be like, Purple Aki. Purple Aki. Say his name three times into the mirror and he appears. Oh, you, <laughs> I was reading stuff on, on Reddit and YouTube and people would say that because like he's like the boogeyman or a boogeyman, yeah. as people would yeah. say. They'd say like he'd be like Candyman. Yeah. You know in that film? You know the Candyman film? He got yeah. paid like, um, I think it was something stupid like a grand for every time one of the bees stung him in the mouth. You know that scene where he's got bees coming at his mouth? Yeah, they were real bees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paid for it, that's brilliant. He got stung quite a few times as well, apparently, so he made some money out of this. I feel like he might have been 10 grand for each one, but I feel like that's too much now, though. Yeah, that's a lot. But anyway, yeah, skipping forward two two years since 2010, so we're in 2012 in June. Oh, yeah, recent then, okay. Merseyside Police issued a statement denying rumours that um, Pepelaki had died, stating that he was actually in prison. The same month, uh, Arabiki was released from prison after serving two years of his sentence. So he got out early again. Again. Jesus. That, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, though, sadly. <sighs> so annoying. Yeah, um, the fact that he was put for such a small amount of time to begin with is the crazy part. Yeah, um, the following year in August, um, he was put on trial at Manchester Crown Court after being accused of targeting young men in St Peter's Square in Manchester, Trafford, and Bolton. But he was actually cleared of all charges. Yeah. So finally, he didn't get a jail sentence. Wow, <laughs> I know because that's the outcome we wanted. <laughs> Surprising. Um, it again, might have been one, some of those more like. Like we were saying about people just saying, yeah, it, just not enough evidence on him. Which okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, following year in February, Greater Manchester Police Professional Standards Investigation found evidence to, to, to support police misconduct against Arabiki. Oh, um, <laughs> this related to interactions with an off-duty police officer at building bodybuilding events in the second half of 2012, and an October oh. two, 2013 trial during which Arab Beaky was found not guilty of breaching his SOPO order. Um, Arabiki claims to have spent almost two years in prison awaiting charges that were drops or he was acquitted of. Come That's on. fucking crazy. So he was arrested. Yep. And then basically for the SOP thing again, the preventative order, which is yeah. still being done at this point, which is crazy. When did that start? I'm from what you said, it sounds like it was about like beginning like 2000 kind of times, something around that 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 started. So it was 2006 because it was an uh, interim, oh. it was an interim one, and yeah, then the right. later years it was a full on ban, he couldn't touch any muscles, he wasn't allowed. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's just fucking oh my god, it, it, it seems like he's getting away with a lot of the stuff because they're putting too low of a thing on him. Yeah, it's getting but away, they can't with... even prove that sometimes, so it's getting away with a lot. Just yeah. not murder. I mean, there's no murder involved in this one, I know, and but so yeah, but so essentially like um yeah, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just getting my head around it. Just yeah, that's, that's fucking so so that fucking last one got essentially thrown out of court because the copper just did something that he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. I would have told him how, how tricky he was or something. 
well, and this this was five years ago that this was, um, you know, um, no, where are we? Four, uh, 14, six, yeah, 14. So where are we? Oh. Six, six years ago. Yeah. But more recently in 2015, on October the 1st, hmm. he was found guilty once again for breaching his SOPO. Of course he was. Having, so asked, <laughs> having asked to touch and measure the muscles of a student travelling on an Arriva train <laughs> rail service from Manchester Piccadilly to Colwyn Bay on the 11th of October, two years prior to that. So in 2013, he'd pretty much breached his order. Yeah. And then in 2015, I guess they come forward to let them know that. But Blackie tried to touch me. Um, Shocked that he breached his order at this point. Get this though. Um, he actually represented himself in court, oh, uh, God. denied the offence, and claimed he was set up by the police because of his his name, because of who he is. But was convicted by a unanimous jury. Yeah, um, I'm an I'm a known sex offender. I've proved it many many times. What they're saying now is bullshit, and they're just saying it because I'm a known sex offender. Is he a sex offender or is he a muscle offender? <laughs> I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah, apparently he complained that um, about of his he complained the use of his nickname Purpleacky throughout the prosecution papers as he regards it as racist. I mean, to be fair, like people have said because he's that black, he's purple, and that's yeah. Is it actually a known term, or is that just what he's referring to it as? Then, I can have a good look because it might be one of them. Whether he's saying it to say. Yeah, I mean, no. oh, okay, no, it doesn't look as though it is actually a hypothetical race. You, um, they refer to purple people as a hypothetical race used when the issue of racism is discussed. Proponent, proponent okay. of this, basically, they they refer to people as purple people, so it doesn't matter if they're blue, black, or purple or something. Could just, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but I can I can still imagine it could be back then though, because this is yeah, it's started, but, you know, it's it. He's always you, can see where the, you can see where the racial connotations come I can, from. I can see, yeah, I can see it. But yeah. I can also see, because he wears a purple coat. Exactly, yeah. Aki, Aki in purple? I don't know. Maybe that would have been a better term. But it doesn't roll off the tongue very well. That purple Aki makes a lot more sense. So yeah, he'd previously complained to the Press Complaints Commission on these grounds regarding newspaper use of his nickname. So he tried everything to say, um, this is racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. He was just touching people's muscles um even more recently Carl. even more recently and we are we are coming to the end sorry to say about this lovely tale about purple Ake. um in may 2016 uh the crown manchester crown court lifted the prevention order right in rendering his decision this guy doesn't have a cool name like mr slinger judge slinger but he's called judge richard mansell indicated that while breaching the order there were there was a serious matter the order's restrictions could no longer be justified i suppose because it was a bit of a weird Very order weird. yeah I, I just don't know how you would resolve this really just make it so that if he's touching someone but they're not yeah. supposed to be touched and he's obviously getting off on it then that's sexual harassment to me yeah or just put a mask on him because that prevents everything like viruses, oh. like viruses. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put gloves on him, more like. And yeah. hand gel. Yeah, hand and gel. Fucking, fucking hazmat, um, hazmat suit. Yeah, made of bubble wrap. 
Um, where are we? So, yep, yeah, as not so. Then this is because none of the recent complainants had formed the slightest impression that Arabiki had derived sex sexual gratification from their muscles. And unlike earlier incidents, the oh, victims they didn't. Sorry, no, no. Oh, okay. None of them. Yeah, the victims had hadn't suffered suffered phys, physical or psychological harm. What about poor Gary Kelly? Well, he didn't want to get yeah. his muscles touched, and he, he ended up dead. Well, you don't know. He might have been running for a different reason. You can't ask him. But the, he could. I'm, he legitimately could have been. You don't know. The worst. The worst thing about the um, Gary Te Gary Kelly story is that um, he was sixteen. I think. Yeah, sixteen at the time. So he's quite a young lad, which is yeah. quite a shame. His girlfriend um, at the time, she was actually pregnant with his child. Sorry, someone, I just bought my phone. I was thinking it was. It's all right. Sorry. Oh. Oh, sorry, it's my drug dealer. I'll mess with back in a minute. <laughs> Cut, <laughs> that. Cut that bit out. So yeah, 2016 Fine. was up until the you know the recent. Um, so so um, everyone said then they never actually. Saw any evidence of him getting sexual gratification from you then? No. Okay, that's surprising, especially from the victims too. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? Like mm. even more so now in that case. I, yeah. I guess. It, I guess it's just a weird situation, regardless. Going mm. up to, to touch the muscles, it's an invasion of yeah. the personal space and their oh, yeah. muscles. I'm just surprised that the victims would clarify it as that. You know, that's really surprising. I suppose there's probably after a lot of questioning too. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, they overturned like you know the um, the 1986 conviction. So um, I'm waiting for you to say that they put some other kind of order on him, or is that all they did? That's it for now. Um, that's it for now. How the most recent thing is um, so in 2016 when that documentary was released, um, the man who squeezes muscles. Police began investigating an allegation against the BBC. Um, of race, racial hatred towards Arabiki. And they complained that the 2060, 2016 documentary, The Man Who Squeezes Muscles, Searching for Purple Aki, was racist. In the film, he's referred to as Big Black Man three times, and it is said that everyone has seen him or been chased by him and thinks they've spotted him and felt a shiver. As goes that kind of uh, boogeyman. Yeah, I mean, saying of... someone's a big black man is not racist. It's okay. not, is it? It's not... No, it's not. It's, it's just... It, it's what they are it's, it's not right to still big i'm a small white man yeah i don't know any black people that refer to that as racist i suppose yeah. it depends how you say it but i can't imagine the documentary was saying how it wouldn't even no be said. No, no like i watched it and i found it quite interesting i did, i found no racial slurs towards him it was just yeah. people describing what he looked like it's like saying the candy man he's an average height black man with a long coat and a hook and meat and meat coming out of his mouth and fucking and bees coming out of his mouth. Bees, fucking hell. Get this though. You know, I was talking to you about people filming and stuff on on um, YouTube and posting it on there and saying, "How big are muscles?" Oh, um, yeah. In 2017, uh, Salita Bar and Grill, which uh, owned four restaurants in Manchester, uh, apologised for naming a burger "Purple Teriyaki." In reference to <laughs> Arabic's nickname, um, amazing. And, uh, <laughs> after complaints, that, <laughs> and this was after oh, complaints wow. that the name could be um, um, <laughs> could be conceived as racist. What? But, so they had to I go. On, 
<laughs> so they the restaurant had posted the name on Twitter with a photo of a sign which included an arm squeezing a bicep. <laughs> oh God. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> it's a bit a bit much, isn't it, really? I give you a good laugh when you eat your food, I guess. Any publicity is good publicity. We're talking about them. So. Yeah, definitely. So there well, you go. Sweet um, but yeah, as I say, people posted the images on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, saying Spotty Perkle Aki. He's normally on the um, trains. He seems to travel a lot towards um, Wales. And that's it, really. There's not much more to go on from that. But I suppose the... So he's, still, um, he's still out and about then. Yeah, I mean, they did, on that documentary, they did try and look for him and, you know, try and get interviews, I suppose, to yeah, yeah. get the accounts on his side, I suppose. You know, want to want to hear what he has to say for himself about all these... Because a lot of the time they do in those documentaries, they do manage to speak to the people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, he was unavailable for comments. But um, people of um, all ages now still refer to him as Purple Aki. Um, yeah. He's not so much a boogeyman anymore. He's more of a, a person that we know and just to watch out for because he'll yeah. touch your muscles and get aroused by it. So. That's the one good thing about all the information available nowadays with the internet and that is that you can be aware of these fucking people. You've got kids, I suppose you you have to protect them in a certain way and Yeah, you think uh, about that shit, yeah. You can't help it. That's it. So I, I suppose the people of uh, Liverpool uh, did their best to say, you know, watch out for this man because he will come and touch you and that he did. Yeah, fucking right. Man. So there you go. It's, it's, it's horrible as well when you hear that those people are still around now. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this guy is clearly clearly not right. Put serious no, no. issues. Um, but um, yeah, I've had a, a I've been looking into it a little bit more, and I've heard stories, tales about how he's protected by people in the area because of a lot of um, nonces, as we we call them. Yeah, you know, uh, sexual predators. He wouldn't uh, even be on that list, though, would he then? How would he even know who they are? Because no, no well, he, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't. Um, but yeah, apparently he's, he's, he's quite, quite protected by all the um, sexual predators because I suppose he's in the the click of it, isn't it? He's still yeah ha- harassing se- sexually he's harassing like, people. people. If he's in that circle as well, he's like would be looked. At, you know, when people like live vicariously through people mm. because other people can get away yeah. with that stuff because yeah. they're not register. Mm. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, so right. scary. I mean, I've never heard anything like this before. I've never, I mean, people, my mum and dad would always talk to me about stranger danger and all that yeah. stuff, not accepting sweets or just come see my puppies, that kind of thing in the van and stuff like that. But I've never heard anything like this before in Birmingham. So to find something like that that happens in another city is just bizarre. The, the weirdest, like, kind of, um, story like that that I've heard in hmm. Birmingham is do you remember um, it's not anything like the same but a weird kind of like myth mythical person yeah um, what was it called now it was on my first baby face and the goth one that I did this was um, I can't, I'm trying to remember what he called it it was um, like the subway gnome or something like that the subway yeah. pixie something like that um, yeah. you know subway city the tunnel club now oh yeah 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 apparently a guy would regularly because there's the bridge there and people would always piss off the side of it yeah, just what always happened because of the walkway bit, and he would regularly stand down at the bottom, wait for someone to piss over the edge, and then just walk under and just stand under it like a shower, like golden shower. Yeah, and you would oh, just right. do that and then walk away. I, can, I, I hmm, weird. 
They should have called him like a troll under the bridge or something like that. It probably was. I'm just butchering the name, man, to be honest uh, with you. That's a, that's a way troll. It's a way piss troll. Yeah, I um, I, I don't want to say I hope you enjoy that, but I hope you found it's that. So I find it very interesting, yeah. It's, it's always the case with these things, isn't it? It always comes down to the police just fucking up. Yeah, and um, the judges as well. And I, I suppose the jury as well. You know, yeah. Just not looking at this. This is sexual harassment, basically. Come on, guys, put him away for a certain amount of time, and then got out early in one one sentence as well, didn't they? Or two? A so, couple of them, I think you said, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. Good behaving all day, any though. Yeah, so I mean, you can imagine that happening. That, that guy cannot behave himself. Why is he getting out of jail early? Well, he apparently, shouldn't... he never did anything wrong in the first place. We've been oh. told now. So he was just allowed to touch people's muscles there, I guess. Yeah, but... field day. No, no, man, like. That's quite a mess of story. It's not the ending that I expected at all, but it doesn't surprise me. It's the worst part about it at all. The, I have a the, feeling. The worst part that no, it's fine. The worst part is there is no ending. Yeah. Like, we keep coming back to this. This this guy should not be out. So the worst part is the ending probably hasn't happened yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not yeah. yet. Quickly mention actually before yeah. we finish. Um, forgot about the true crime story that kind of happened in Birmingham over the last week. Not the one here. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. So I'm guessing you heard all about that. Yep. Uh, what was it? It was like over the space of two hours, wasn't it? He started in, I think he stabbed someone at half 12 and then half over 12. the, and then it was around 12 he attacked someone, uh, sorry, around two he attacked someone else and that's the one he killed, I think. That's right. I think so anyway. Uh, yeah, one yeah. person died. There's like yeah. 12 people yeah. together like were injured or seriously injured. Critical. It wasn't injured. all together. It was over the space of like an hour and a half. He oh, did it okay. in one, and then he like disappeared, and then and the other side of town he did something else. Yeah, it was but, by yeah. um subway by the end of it. He started up at Her Street, and then he was down yeah. Liberty Street by subway, and then he went somewhere else. Yeah, I remember seeing it happening around to Her Street. Um, but yeah, yeah. I was in, I was in town that day actually. Um, but really? didn't stay, yeah, I didn't stay that late thankfully. Um, I yeah, think yeah. I about five p.m. And obviously that happened at like early hours into the Sunday. So yeah, like half twelve we started. Oh, good. Did I, you think that? What were you going to say? I was going to say it just—it seemed like a spree killer, basically. Yeah, like there seems to be no motive behind it. It's not terrorist-related, not gang-related. It's just craziness, I suppose. I always find. Don't you always find that weird on the news when they start talking about something? They like, like it seemed like it was terror-related. Like, well, how yeah. the fuck do you know that? Yeah, they always <laughs> have to even mean. I think since we like all the instances, like with the London bombings, they have to go straight to it. They don't know, so it wasn't terrorist. No, they, they, no, I mean, when they say, like, they think it might be just because of how oh, yeah. it happened. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, and they, they throw it around too much, I think, the word terrorist as well. Because yeah. most of the time, it just sounds like a spree killer. Yeah. They just have some kind of possibly fanatic ideas, but that doesn't mean it's terrorism. No, so, it's not like, like the London Bridge stabbings were, um, they did the same thing there as well, didn't they? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, I think it gives it more power when you call it terrorism too, because then it makes yeah. everyone feel like it's an organised thing when it's not. Not. At the very most, they might have heard they were going to do, and they were like, "Okay, go for it." Yeah. A lot of the time, that's pretty much all it is. Of course. Yeah. I agree with yeah. you on that. Yeah, it just gives it too much power, man. It's silly. You need yeah. to stop throwing it around so much. Definitely. Ah, but I think we're good then, anyway, man. We are. Hello, internet. You're listening to the In Your House Comedy Podcast with KD and Kersey. Now hold on to your butts. Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times.
prepare to have an autographical orgasm in three, two, 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 one.